Welcome to a special edition of the Everdeckers podcast, recording live from Fair Oaks Park in Dallas, Texas on Sunday for the family's Big D Sports and Social Sunday co-ed softball playoffs. After a 4-3-1 season, the Kakeaters take the number four seed out of six teams going into the playoffs. Um, with a win in their first matchup this evening, they will move on to the second round at 7 o'clock. Coming up here in just a moment before we get into play-by-play of the game, we'll have a sit-down with player manager Derek Klein and... Also, Upper Deckers regular Derek Klein. Following that, we will have starting lineups and play-by-play uh, of the game. Stick with us. You're listening to the Upper Deckers podcast. Back to this special edition of the Upper Deckers podcast. We are recording from Fair Oaks Park for the Cousins Softball Playoffs, the Cake Eaters, and I'm now joined by the player manager of the Cake Eaters and Upper Deckers host, Derek Klein. Thanks for joining me, Derek. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being out here. Thank you. I think it's a it's a good chance for us to widen our, our horizons a little bit with the podcast, and uh, we'll see if I don't if I can uh, avoid screwing up the play by play. Yeah, it'll be a little tough. You uh, you may not have a color analyst, so if you're sitting close enough to the dugout. I might be able to come help you out. Yeah, I'm thinking that I'm gonna I should be able to get uh, some player interviews in between innings each there you time. Go. There you go. So uh, so that should that should hopefully hopefully fill some time but I have a few questions for you leading up to um to this enormous matchup oh it's huge first round of the playoffs um first time we've had playoffs in softball you know other leagues we had we never had playoffs so it's fun yeah and in leagues before you had to basically win your your um league night in order to make the citywide playoff but this is going to be um if I remember correctly or if I recall correctly a um, a playoff uh, format with just those teams you've been playing all season. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, I think uh, with a 16 league, a top four teams made the playoffs. Um, so right now, if you hear a little background noise, I don't know if you can hear it or not, but uh, two versus three is playing. Uh, we're the four seed. We're playing the one seed up next. And then after our game, uh, the winner of this game and the winner of our game will face off in the championship. Okay. Uh, a few questions for you leading up to this one. Um, you guys are going to be without a few key um, female players um, for a number of reasons. One, Lauren moved to Houston. Bailey Giles um, is off at school. And Audrey uh, is not going to be able to make it. Uh, she's She has work. <laughs> so um, what what can you do to kind of fill those gaps that you have with, with those players? Uh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to replace people. We had to, we shuffled around some people in, in the positions they typically play, um, and we're, we we shuffled the batting order. But I mean, there's really nothing you can do to replace those people. Um, we're just gonna have to come out and, and hit hit better than we than we normally do. But those are three of our our better hitters, and uh, they're MIA for the reasons you cited. So it's gonna be there's probably no way we can uh, replace them. But everyone's gonna have to step up their game. 
And that also brings a, a diff, an, another different situation uh, for you as a manager um, in that you will be um, down to, to four female players. Um, if you don't know, in, in this league and in most co-ed softball leagues, leagues, you have to play you know, a minimum five and five male and female players. So you're going to be taking an out at the end of, of uh, each female side of the batting order. Um, what strategies um, do you have in place to kind of deal with uh, with the extra out and um, with uh, playing in the field down down a man or a woman in this case. Uh, yeah, luckily our league lets you play six and four in the field. Okay. Uh, so we'll be okay on that uh, on that front. Uh, we'll just play six males, which some people might say is an upgrade. Some people may say it's not. It's just the same. But um, so so we'll be okay in the field. Uh, as you said, though, we're, we're going to have an out every time that fifth girl um, comes up. So that's that's tough. But at the same time. Um, you know, maybe that, that avoids a double play ball when that's an out. Uh, maybe that avoids uh, had that person hit you know a ground ball. Maybe one of our faster guys was on first base, um, getting them out at second. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's something you can work around. It's unfortunate um, if it gets up there and that batter is up there with two outs. Um, but that's something we're just going to have to work around. Um, what that means, we're going to have to hit. We're going to have to hit better without that, and everyone else is going to have to avoid outs. Um, we're going to have to hit and um, make that just be one of the outs that we have. Uh, luckily, we're a good defensive team, um, so runs uh, runs aren't as important for us to come by. But, uh, yeah, it's just an unfortunate thing we'll have to deal with. But that's what happens when school starts back up and we lose a couple of our of our uh, teammates to that. A um, couple more questions for you. One, what do you need from the bats uh from the bats this evening to kind of kickstart kickstart them. I know that uh, some some of your team is, is slumping a little bit, and runs have been uh, difficult to come by in the last handful of weeks. I think the key thing is to keep the ball uh, down. Let's not. Uh, we we have too many pop ups. Pop ups are just a killer. Uh, it's one of those things. In, in the last league we played in, there was a lot of errors. Uh, that's one thing I really like about this league. We don't have a lot of errors. It's in the outfield. People don't drop the ball. So if you pick up the pop up to the outfield, you're out. So we got to keep that ball down, keep it to line drives. Let's get on. I mean, if we get an unfortunate line drive out, that is what it is. Uh, I'd rather have that than a, a, a pop up. Uh, the other thing is we got to run the bases. Uh, we have got to be getting on uh, on extra bases and trying to avoid having a guy on first or a girl on first uh, every time someone comes up. If we can get people on second base, that creates havoc for. For the fielders, and, and so that's something key. We gotta be we gotta be running the bases today. And one more question for you. I mean, I guess there's a couple questions off of this, but um, I gave your record uh, four, three, and one. That tie was a very important tie. It was the last game you guys played um, in the last weekend of the season, and what that led to is you ending up with the four seed instead of by tiebreaker the two seed. Um, Things kind of unraveled at the end of that game, and um, I just want to get kind of your feel on how how well one chemistry is uh, on the team after um, some some issues in the in the dugout, and um, and how the mindset is of your of your starting pitcher, uh, the other member of of the upper deckers, Matt Johnson. Yeah, we had a we had a bit of a a meltdown. You would say we had a three run lead in the, the bottom of the inning, last inning. All we had to do was I mean, just you could allow two runs, and you're fine. And, and allowing runs in, in softball is is pretty commonplace, um, so that's that's a tough thing to do. Um, uh, but sorry, I got a little distracted here. Uh, I got off my train of thought. Um, where was I? Sorry. Uh, you, you just totally t- I, I was asking you about chemistry uh, okay. and about and about the mindset of your starting pitcher. We, we're back, and um, what we're really gonna do today is too many times we're trying to 
to pitch to Matt was trying to pitch to a little bit to strikeouts, pitch to, to weak contact, and I told him, man, you just got to pitch to contact today. No walks. That's our motto today. No walks, no errors. Um, so, so pitch to contact. We have good guy. We have good guys and girls in the field, and we'll be all over it. So pitch to contact. Let us let us do what we do best, which is what is defense. That is the thing that I think we're best at in this league. That's as uh, we're best in the league on defense. And if you just pitch to contact and let us handle it, I think we'll keep we'll be in this game. We don't hit well, uh, per se. But we keep this run this run total low. I think we can pull out, you know, a six four seven four type win uh, as long as we're, we're avoiding walks and avoiding errors. Thanks for the time, Coach. Um, as you know, the the pregame coaches interview is always brought to you by Coach Shorts. Coach Shorts, keeping your stuff in place since 1962. And for joining us today, you um, will receive a free pair of Coach Shorts. Thank you. Awesome. Derek. I'll never win. Back to the Everdeckers podcast special co-ed Big D playoff edition. My cousins are playing team name Cake Eaters. We were just joined by player manager and Upper Deckers host Derek Klein. We have a big game ahead of us today. Uh, the four seed playing the one seed in the four team playoffs, followed directly by the championship game, which we will not be broadcasting whether or not the team makes it. Once again, I do want to thank Derek for for joining us. That segment was sponsored by Coach Shorts, and he's turned those Coach Shorts down, so we'll have to find another way to give those away. Got to keep the sponsors happy. It's a big game. It's a big game this evening, and these are the playoffs. It's playoff time. Win or go home. As I said before, uh, with a 4-3-1 and one record, the Cake Eaters come in as the fourth seed in, this, in these playoffs. Um... As I also mentioned with Derek, they would have been the second seed due to tiebreakers if they had not tied that final game. The psyche of this team is a little bit in question following that last game. Uh, a couple of infielders came to blows um, in the late innings, um, and as we discussed in the coaches' show, um, a three-run lead was blown um, for a number of reasons, a couple of errors and a late walk um, that uh, put the team into a tie. Um, and they the uh, um, called the game to to, to leave it there. Um, I will be without a color analyst this evening. Um, if one does happen to show, uh, we might introduce them at that time. But um, the first game between the two and three seeds has concluded. They're clearing the dugouts. Um, the one and four seed, including. Our very own cake eaters are taking the field for warm-ups, and we'll be back with starting lineups in just a moment. You're listening to the Upper Deckers podcast, broadcast of the Cake Eaters playoff game. Keep it here. You should try. Welcome back to the Upper Deckers podcast, this special uh, co-ed D playoff uh, softball edition. The Cake Eaters are um, in the field 
the umpire and league management are being handed over the lineups as we speak. Um, because we do not have great access to the um, other team that the Cake Eaters playing, are playing, I believe that their, um, their team name is the Camel Toes. Very creative. Uh, we don't have access to their information, so we'll just go over the starting lineups for your Cake Eaters. <clears throat> cake Eaters will have um, will be one one female player short, four females playing um, Steph Kramer, Dorn Lopez, Lacey Rose, Jessica Stewart, and then that fifth player will be an out. Um, on the men's side of the team, um, Andrew Mobley, Ron Kramer, Derek Klein, John Kramer, Corey Wofford, Logan Kramer, and Matt Johnson. So those, that's your batting order, and now the starting lineup. Starting on the bench will be Andrew Mobley. He, um, uh, manager Derek Klein likes to keep him fresh for those later innings with the speed that he has on the base paths and in the field, so um, it's become sort of a, a tradition to have him starting on the bench. But um, starting or uh, batting second for, for males and playing third base, Ron Kramer. Batting third for males and playing left field, Derek Klein. Batting first, or I'm sorry, excuse me, batting fourth for males and playing first base, John Kramer. Uh, at shortstop and batting fifth among males, Corey Wofford. Batting sixth among, ma among males and starting in right center field, Logan Kramer. And your pitcher batting last among males, Matt Johnson. For females... Uh, all will be playing in the field the entire game and will be batting through with the out. Um, first female to bat will be Steph Kramer playing right field at second base, Doran Lopez, Lacey Rose in left center, and Jessica Stewart catching. I will remind you again that the fifth female will be an out. Looks like the teams are wrapping up their warm-ups now. Um, we should have the meetings of the captains here shortly to, to determine home and away, which I will bring you in that first inning. Um, but let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back on this edition of the Upper Deckers podcast, the play-by-play -play of the Cake Eaters uh, softball co-ed playoff game. Back to the Upper Deckers podcast. Um, special play-by-play -play coverage of the Cake Eaters um, softball co-ed playoffs. We are here at Fair Oaks Park in Dallas, Texas. Um, the captains have just met with the with the umpire, and it was determined that the higher seed was um, allowed to choose home or away, and just as any uh, good captain would, if given the cho choice between home and away, would choose home so the cake eaters um will be our visitors uh and will be um up to bat first uh we just went through starting lineups and the uh batting order um uh, a note on the batting order um in co-ed playoff and co-ed softball especially in playoff um co-ed um softball um you must alternate um 
must alternate uh, one male, I'm one out. female as you um, as you move through the batting order. We have mentioned before that the cake eaters are going to be down one female today. So as that fifth female would come up um, to the plate, the cake eaters will have to take an out at that point. Um, We'll do our best to keep you um, to keep to keep track of, of balls and strikes for you. Um, we have a very vocal umpire today, so I've tried to uh, to to aim a mic in his direction so we can pick up uh, bat uh, on ball noise as well as his calls. Um, hopefully, he continues to be vocal, and I'll try to keep um, good track of that. Well, the home team. Um, are they the Moose Knuckles? Camel Toes? Camel Toes have taken the field. Um, they're uh, working on their, their warm-up pitches, and Andrew Mobley has uh, stepped up just outside of the batter's box, um, and he is ready to um, lead the cake eaters off um, in the best way he possibly can. Um, looks like uh, the Upper Deckers, uh, for the one of the first times this year, are going to have two base coaches out there right now, Logan Kramer um, in the third base coach's box and Matt Johnson in the first base coach's box. Um, they both, both I think, have gloves on. Oh, actually, Logan does not have um, his glove in the coach's box, but Matt does. Uh, wants to make sure not to not to take a, a, a liner off the noggin there. Um, we're just moments away from first pitch in this um, matchup between the Cake Eaters and the Camel Toes. This is co-ed softball um, coming to you from Fair Oaks Park. Big D Sports and Social Club is is the um, is the league of choice. Now, one thing to keep an eye on as as Andrew Mobley steps into the batter's box is that um, the sun is directly in the eye of the pitcher in this in this ballpark. Um, you you'll notice that from time to time the catcher. Um, We'll throw the ball back to the pitcher, and he'll kind of just shield his eyes. Um, but here we go with the first pitch. Andrew Mobley at the plate. The righty in his light blue takes a good cut at the first pitch, and it's caught by the catcher on the foul tip. That's one down uh, for the cake eaters in the top of the first inning. Next up, Steph Kramer. First pitch with a hard hit line drive to left field, but the left fielder comes in, makes the play. That's two down in the top of the first for the Cake Eaters. <clears throat> two outs in the top of the first. Cake Eaters at bat as a visiting team. Ron Kramer at the plate. Here's the pitch. He takes a ball inside. Ron Kramer, one of the better hitters on this team, dressed in his light blue top, as I believe all of the um, cake eaters are wearing with the uh, Blue Rangers cap, batting gloves, and armbands on his forearms. Second pitch, Ron fouls the ball, just about out of play, uh, down the right field line. That brings us to a two-strike count one ball as you start with a one and one count in this league the camel toes have an assortment of different uh tops out there some wearing a very bright neon orange others wearing other mixed shirts here's the pitch ron kramer with a hard hit line drive to right right fielder coming on strong goes just under her glove ron rounds first he's taking second moving to third and it looks like he is going to be held up at third by third base coach Logan Kramer. I'm not sure about that decision, but it looks like they made the throw in to the pitcher. 
um, at home plate would have been in time. So with two outs in the top of the first, uh, Ron Kramer with a triple to right. And Doran Lopez coming up to the plate, wearing a knee brace today. I'm not exactly sure what happened with that, but we'll keep an eye on that on that injury for you. Here's the pitch. The swing fouled off to the left side and out of play. Here's the second pitch of the at bat for Doran Lopez. High pitch. Dorn swings away at it. Fouled off to the left again. That's two foul balls for Dorn to left. She's a little bit ahead of the ball at this point. Um, she looks to be okay with that knee brace now, though. But we'll keep, like I said, we'll keep an eye on that. Dorn Lopez, um, the second girl uh, to bat, has fouled the ball off twice to the left. She's way out in front of the, of the pitcher at this point. Let's see if she can sit back on this next pitch. And she fouls off a third pitch. That is the third out of the inning. The upper deckers with four up, one hit, and no runs. We move to the bottom of the first in just a moment. Welcome back to this special edition of the Upper Deckers podcast. We move to the bottom of the, of the first inning with the Cake Eaters taking the field. We are um, doing our special edition broadcast of the Cake Eaters' um, first playoff game. They are visiting team the fourth seed, playing the one seed Camel Toes. We don't have much information about the Camel Toes at this point, so I'm not going to be able to give you much background information on them. We'll try to keep some statistics for them as a team hits, um, walks, Strikeouts, etc. Matt does have Matt Johnson, your pitcher, does have the sun in his eyes, and here's the first pitch. A uh, little high and inside there, ball one. Matt's second pitch. Once again, high and inside, as you heard the umpire possibly just say that it just missed to the inside. A sharply hit ball through second base. Logan Kramer comes up with the ball in right center field, makes the third of second base. That's a single to start off the top bottom of the first inning for the Camel Toes. Coming up to the plate, the first female batter for the Camel Toes, Matt with the pitch. Outside for the ball. That second pitch outside for a ball. He's having trouble finding the strike zone. I don't know if the sun is affecting him at this point. We have a runner on first base off of a sharply hit ball to the right side of the infield. There's a swing. Popped foul and not quite out of play, but the cake eaters do not quite make it to the ball. So we are at a 2-2 two and two count. The Cake Eaters uh, in the top of the first had one hit but couldn't push him across. And the third pitch uh, is a strike, a swinging strike by Matt Johnson, and he has his first K of the day, first K of the game. Right 
Second male batter for the Camel Toes comes to the plate. He's not wearing the same bright orange as the rest of them. He has a dark blue shirt on. He fouls the ball. Looks like in foul territory to left field. Derek Klein coming on strong and cannot quite make it. So we have a foul ball. In the bottom of the first, the Camel Toes have a runner on first base. He's singled to right um, in the gap between the first baseman and second baseman. Steph at first, Doran at second. Here's Matt's second pitch to the second Camel Toes batter. A swing and a hard hit ground ball. The shortstop gets through. Derek Klein in left field bringing up with the ball. He's in a third end, hits the cutoff. There's no play at home plate, and he will not make the throw. That's a double for the second hitter, second male hitter for the Camel Toes, um, and a run scored. We have one out in the bottom of the first inning. Here's Matt's first pitch to the second female batter of the inning. That's a strike. Hits directly in the middle of the plate. Something to note in this league that the balls and strikes are called based off of it hitting a, a, uh, a pad. A hard hit. Fly ball to left field. Derek Klein comes in a bit and makes the catch for the second out of the bottom of the first inning. Stepping into the batter's box with a runner on second and two outs is the third male batter for the Camel Toes. Um, the only one sporting an SMU dry fit Under Armour shirt. I'm not the biggest fan of that. He has two batting gloves and some sunglasses. Here's the pitch from Matt Johnson. A fly ball hit to center field. John Kramer, who is actually playing left center and not playing first base, comes on, makes the catch for the third out of the inning on Two hits, the Campbell Toes get one run in the bottom of the first. We'll be right back after this. Eaters at bat. Derek Klein, the male hitter uh, in the batter's box, takes a good cut, grounded to third. He has speed and he will run it out at first base. First baseman makes a good play on the ball to keep it in front of him, and Derek runs straight through just as he should. A single for Derek Klein. Our third uh, female batter of for the uh, cake eaters um, is Lacey Rose. Um, she takes a good cut at the ball, and the third baseman comes on strong. It's a, a shallow pop-up in the infield, and he makes the basket catch for the first out of the second inning. John Kramer steps to the plate, batting right-handed uh, at this time um, with one out in the... Uh, top of the second. John is a big hitter. Let's see what he can do here. On the first pitch, he flies the ball into foul territory towards third base, and the third baseman, who's been getting a lot of work this inning, makes the catch for the second out of the inning. There's a lot of frustration coming from the Cake Eaters bench. Um, this is the fourth 
female batter for the Cake Eaters, Jessica Stewart, steps to the plate on a high pitch, takes a good cut, but comes in just a little bit under it for the first strike of the at-bat. Um, that puts us at a one and two count. Um, the Cake Eaters are really taking a lot of cuts at these early pitches. And on the next pitch, it hits the pad for the third strike. That's a strikeout and the third out of the inning. A very quick inning, three up. Or I'm sorry, excuse me, four up, three down. The upper deckers will have to take an out for the next female batter. We'll be back right after this. Cake Eaters um, playoff game. They're down one to nothing in the bottom of the second. Here's the pitch to the first female batter of the inning for the Camel Toes. It's a ball outside to left. <clears throat> Second pitch. Makes some contact on a foul ball to the left side. She was way out in front of it and just tipped it straight down into the dirt. Uh, Jessica Stewart catching. Um, Matt Johnson pitching. Uh, Ron Kramer at third, Corey Wofford at shortstop, Doran Lopez at second, um, Stephanie Kramer at first base is your infield. Matt with the next pitch. Short for a ball, that brings the count to two and two. Matt has one strikeout uh, in the game thus far. He's really facing pretty difficult time with the sun in his eyes, but both pitchers are facing that. His next pitch is outside to the left off the plate. I must have missed a pitch there. That is the Matt's first walk of the game. The first male uh, batter for the Camel Toes steps to the plate with a runner on first base and no outs. Matt with the pitch. A hard hit. Line drive to left field. Derek Klein coming on, makes the play on the ball, and hits his cutoff man, Corey Wofford. Uh, runner's adva runner advances to second. That's a single um, for the first male battle batter for the Campbell Toes in the bottom of the second inning. We have no outs. Runners on first and second. Um, Matt Johnson switching from the uh, to the male ball. There's a different male and female ball used um, for depending on the batter. Um, so with the uh, second male here of the inning, we have a ball inside. Um, it looks like they might be short of female batter, and so they, they might have taken it out. I'll do my best to find that out for you here real quick. Hard hit ball up the middle. John Kramer comes on strong. Makes the throw to third base, and she's safe. It's a very close play. Very heads up by John throwing the ball into third base um, with a female runner coming from second. We have the bases loaded. There's some conversation going on about how many missed females we have, but there are two outs. They are missing one female, so... Um, there was an out taken um, just now. Um, we have a female batter up. Uh, sh the pitch is short by Matt Johnson. 
Um, that brings the count to uh, two and one. Bases loaded, two outs in the bottom of the second. Inside pitch, um, three and one the count. Matt needs to really avoid throwing a ball here um, because it will walk in or run. Uh, you really don't want to see that this early in the game, especially with the way the bats have been going for the cake eaters. It's a hard hit ball right at the shortstop. That's uh, that's the um, excuse me. That's the second out of the inning. Right at the shortstop, Corey makes a good play on the um, uh, Corey Wofford makes a good play on the line drive and, and tries to double off the female runner at third base, but just not quite in time. That's two outs um, uh, in the bottom of the second. There's a pitch, a little fly ball to first base, Stephanie. Steph Kramer with the basket catch for the third out of the inning. The upper deckers escape the second inning, um, loading the bases, coming very close to um, giving up a couple of runs, but a couple of good plays in the field um, leads to the third out. In that inning, we have two hits um, and three batters or three runners left on base. We'll be right back for the top of the third inning with the upper, with, excuse me, the cake eaters taking. Uh, the bats. Keep Standing in line to see the show tonight, and there's a light on, heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there, waiting for. Here we are in the third inning, um, Upper Deckers podcast for the KK just playoff game. Corey Wofford at the plate, and he flies out to the left side of the infield. The third baseman making hay over there on those foul outs. Now, before I said that the Upper Deckers were going to have to take an out for female batters, um, Steph Kramer is back up at the plate, and she takes a hard hit ball to the left field, but the left fielder comes in and makes a play. Um, there's some some wind out here today that's really affecting the flight of the ball. That's the first out in the third inning. Steph Kramer um, uh, flies out to left field. Um, the Because the Camel Toes have two females down, um, the um, and the Cake Eaters are only one female down. They're not, they're, they only have to take, uh, the Camel Toes are the only team that has to take an out. They only have to take one out. So both teams don't have to take an out. Only um, the team that has, uh, you know, that th that is down against the other team. So we didn't notice this at first, but they're actually playing with um, a clean um, uh, nine in the field. The Camel Toes are Logan Kramer. After he fouls off the first um, pitch, hits the ball to right field. He gets it in the gap. He's rounding second base, coming into third. Uh, the throw misses the cutoff man. He's coming to home plate. There's a throw, and he's safe. Safe at home on the, we'll call it an inside the, inside the park home run. The biggest part of that play was that the right fielder um, and the center fielder kind of had some, some wires crossed there, and then they missed their cutoff, man. If they would have hit the cutoff, they might have had a play at the plate, but the upper deckers are on the board with one run in the top of the third on the inside the park home run from Logan Kramer. Doran Lopez at the plate. Dorn with a, uh, a twisting ball hit just out in front of the pitcher that spins out to the right and foul. 
Um, that's a foul ball. Uh, the count goes to one and two. So far in this inning, we have two outs on two fly outs. Uh, oh, a fly out and a foul out. Um, the pitch to Doran is short. Two and two, the count. Um, this is a big at-bat here um, with a 1-1 game. Doran needs to really get on base here. Here's the pitch. A good cut right at the shortstop. She doesn't quite make the play. The play at first base on the stretch. Caught, and Doran is out. She really liked that one out well, but the shortstop really recovered from, a, from poorly handling the ball, and the first baseman for the Camel Toes with a good stretch and stick on the ball. That's... Um, that's one hit in the inning, uh, a foul out, a fly out, and a ground out to shortstop. The upper deckers get one in the top of the third to even up the score at one to one. Uh, we'll be back with the uh, bottom of the third right after this. Waiting We are broadcasting the um, playoff game for the Cake Eaters, the Cousins and Friends softball team. We're in the bottom of the third in a 1-1 tie game between the Cake Eaters, the four seed, and the Camel Toes, the one seed. Here's the pitch to the first batter of the uh, bottom of the third inning, a female batter. That is very far short of the plate for a ball. Um, the count goes to two and one. Matt Johnson has avoided a walk so far, um, narrowly with the bases loaded. Um, his second pitch to this first batter to the bottom of the third inning is a ball um, inside and short of the plate. I think he might be having some issues with the sun in his eyes um, at this point in, in the game, but he's really got to get over that because both, both pitchers are facing that. I spoke too soon. Um, the next pitch inside and quite low uh, for Matt's first walk of the game. Second walk of the game. I lied. Second walk of the game. A hard hit ball to first base is caught by Stephanie Kramer. She tries to get to first base to double off um, the first male hitter of the inning, and the, the female runner gets back very, very quickly. Um, our, the batter is dejected. He did not expect Stephanie to be able to make a play like that, but as we all know, she's a great player. Um, here's the pitch to the third batter of the inning. Sharply hit, but foul way out in front of it. We have one out in the bottom of the third inning in a 1-1 game between the Cake Eaters and the Camel Toes. Here's the pitch. I think she hit the ball twice there, but it turns out to be a little bit of a swinging bunt. Runners advance one base apiece. And that's time called. We have runners at first and second with one out in the bottom of the third for the Camel Toes. Um, two females on base. Um, one with a walk and one with an, uh, basically a swinging bunt single. Um, here we are with the second male batter of the inning. Uh, the pitch by Matt Johnson. It's a good one. Uh, 
twisted a little bit down the third base line, and it's foul. Did not see chalk fly up. A very demonstrative call by the umpire. And Andrew Mobley in, in left field was coming on strong for the ball, um, but he was not going to make it for that. Uh, so we have one strike in the at-bat now. Count one and two. Pitch. A very good pitch, but sharply hit to left field. Goes between the wickets of Andrew Mobley, and the first female runner is rounding third base. One run will score. Jonathan Kramer comes across from center field to help out on the ball that got through. Um, runners advance, uh, and only one run will score in in that hit. Um, a double um, by the batter. The female batter had come up. That is two outs. Runners at second and third. The upper deck, or excuse me, the cake eaters are really um, <laughs> making some hay off of this extra this extra out. Um, two outs. Runners at second and third for for a male hitter, the third baseman from last inning who was making all kinds of plays. Um, the pitch is high, and a ball. A count two and one. Ball's hit to left field. High fly ball. Andrew Mobley comes across and makes a play for the third out of the bottom of the third inning. On one, on one, two, three hits. The Camel Toes score one run. We have a 2-1 ball game going to the fourth inning. The Cake Eaters uh, up to bat next. Keep it right here on this special edition of the Upper Deck. back on this special edition of the Upper Deckers podcast. A pitcher, Matt Johnson, coming up to the plate in his first at-bat. He's actually uh, recovered nicely from a couple of tough situations uh, as, as a pitcher. Uh, bases loaded, uh, got out of the inning on that, and uh, runners at second and third got out of this last inning with uh, getting a fly ball to left field. Andrew Mobley making the play. It's a 2-1 ball game in the top uh, half of the fourth inning. Matt Johnson at the plate, as I mentioned before. He's the last batter to come to the plate for the Cake Eaters. Matt, as uh, he has been known to do, watching the first pitch uh, for a strike. One and two, the count. Here's a pitch. Inside for two and two. Matt looked a little bit concerned that that might have been called a strike. It was very close to the plate. Um, and here's the next pitch. Low. That's it. Matt, that's flat. That's... Yeah, it's a bit we're doing for our podcast. Um, I'm, I'm recording right now, so I can talk to you in a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we get to three and two the count on that foul tip by Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson, the starting pitcher for the Cake Eaters. Here's the pitch. High, and Matt takes a walk. He really worked that worked at that time. As a pitcher, I feel like he knows what the strike sound, how the strike strike zone's being called this inning, and he uh, he gets over. Uh, uh, he he pulls one over on the opposing pitcher. They're going to get a courtesy runner, Logan Kramer, to second base. As you know, um, male walk, males who walk get two bases. 
Now the plate, Steph Kramer, or no, not Steph Kramer, I must have missed that. Uh, Doran Lopez. Lacey Rose, our center fielder, takes a strike with the first pitch. That's one and two the count, runner on second. The KK just down two to one in the top of the fourth inning. Lacey with a hard hit ball to shortstop. Logan Stang put it at second base, the throw to first. We have an out. Logan trying to stretch it to third. I think he got under it, but they called him out. Logan with a very good slide. Looked like he might have gotten under the tag from here, but I will side with the umpire here for the um, second out of the inning. That's a double play. Um, shortstop uh, picking up the, the, uh, the hard hit grounder, and Logan really trying to stretch it out. Derek, the third base coach, has been known to, um, at the coach and manager has been known to try to stretch uh, runners, uh, but... It would be nice to have Logan on the second base with Andrew Mobley at the plate. Here's a pitch. Ground ball between shortstop and third baseman. He's going to round first, take a look, but the left fielder makes a good play on the ball, gets it in quickly, and we have two outs with a runner on first, Andrew Mobley. Really would have been nice to have Logan on second base there. Um, he probably could have advanced to third, maybe even made a play um, to, to score. Jessica Stewart at the plate. Jessica with a little chop, rolls foul. Jessica Stewart, the final female batter, she struck out the her first at bat in the um, second inning. Here's the next pitch. A good cut by Jessica Stewart. It was a little bit high, um, but she she came in underneath the pitch, fouled it off directly behind uh, the catcher and umpire. Uh, we have two strikes, two balls, I believe two balls, uh, in this at-bat. Jessica Stewart at the plate. A swing and a hard hit ball towards the shortstop. Through, left field makes a play and tries to to, uh, to get Andrew at sec Andrew Mobley at second base, but he, um, with some speed on the base pass, makes it over there. We, once again, uh, have two outs in the top of the fourth. Yeah, we get it. Hey. Jessica, uh, with a an apparent knee injury, gets a a courtesy runner here. Um, Lacey will will run for her. We now have Ron Kramer at the plate. Big cut, hit towards right field into the gap. Andrew Mobley around third. He will score. Lacey rounding second. Now to third, rounding third as Ron Kramer comes into third. They hit the cutoff. Ron's going to hold it third, and we have two runs scored on that triple to right. A big hit from Ron Kramer to take the lead for the Cake Eaters. That's his second triple of the game. And he has come up in very good situations uh, in this game with runners on base. It's been it's been very beneficial for the cake eaters. Looks like Derek Klein will leave his post as a third base coach. Andrew Mobley over there. Ground out to the shortstop, thrown to first, and it looks like Stephanie Kramer will be out on a ground out to shortstop. That is three outs in the inning. And the cake eaters scored two runs on a triple from Ron Kramer to right field. His second triple of the game, Cake Eaters lead three to two. 
going into the bottom of the fourth inning. Keep it right here. Welcome back to this special edition of the Upper Deckers podcast. We are broadcasting play-by-play for the Cake Eaters um, softball game. Matt Johnson, the pitcher, in the bottom of the fourth, will pitch their first female batter. A little bloop single to left. Derek Klein comes in, scoops up the ball off the ground, and hits his cutoff man. A single to start off the bottom of the fourth inning. We have a 3-2 ball game. The higher-ranked Campbell Toes down one run in the bottom of the fourth. A hard-hit ball to left field. Derek Klein um, makes the play in left, makes the throw in to third base. Ron Kramer had a, had a play possibly on that line drive. It was just a bit out of reach. That's two hits in the inning with a single to left. We have no outs in the bottom of the fourth inning, a 3-2 score. The Cake Eaters lead um, the higher-ranked Camel Toes, the third batter of the inning. Here's the pitch. A ball inside for Matt Johnson. Matt has had times finding the plate at times, but he's really hunkered down um, in those situations with runners on base uh, when he really has to make a pitch. It's also been helpful that Camel Toes seem to have um, very free-swinging bats uh, up at the plate. Uh, there's a swing and a strike. Uh Pretty good pitch. Matt likes to put a little bit of spin on the ball at times, I believe. I don't know if he did it that time. I uh, can't quite tell from my, my broadcast position, but uh, she swung through over the top of that one. Here's the pitch. A swing and a foul ball. Runners on first and second for the camel toes. No outs. Female batter at the plate. We should have an out coming for a female batter at some point here soon. Matt looks like he's switching out the ball. Might have gotten scuffed up there a little bit on that last little swing. Um, a lot of spin on that ball hit straight into the ground that rolled foul. Um, some friendly banter going on between Jessica Stewart, the catcher, and the, and the female batter here. But um, we will see. Uh, I believe it looks like they got another ball out there. Um, here's the pitch. Swing and another foul ball. She's really j Matt looks like he's leaving those balls a little bit short here, the pitcher. Um, but she fouls out for the first out of the fourth inning for the Camel Toes. Down one run. Runners on first and second. We have one out in the bottom of the fourth. Here's a male batter to the plate. Matt Johnson with the pitch. Hard hit ball to shortstop. Andrew Mobley playing short now. Makes the play at third base. Ron Kramer eats it after the out. Some good fundamental uh, softball there by the Cake Eaters. Mobley at shortstop makes the play to get the lead runner at third. We have two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. This is a very, very, very big at bat with this female batter coming up. Matt with the pitch. Swung on. Ron Kramer playing in. I'm not quite sure why. Would have been able to make the play otherwise. And... Uh, Derek, playing left field, uh, decided to just kind of try to bait the runner into taking home. Um, he didn't. He started to come back to third base, and Derek, just without throwing the ball, ran all the way into third base, and the guy kind of stood a foot, maybe a step off of third base until Derek got there and then put his foot on really quickly. Uh, I know Derek has some gamesmanship in it, but now base is loaded. Uh, two outs, the male batter at the plate. The 
pitch. Hard hit ball, straight up the middle. One run will score. John Kramer throws the ball in, and looks like they will get the runner out who tried to stretch. Um, who tried to stretch from second base into score. One run scores on that single to center field. John Kramer with a really good throw in to Ron Kramer, who came kind of halfway down the third base line. Um, that brother-to-brother -brother connection, and the runner just rounded third base and couldn't quite get back. Um, uh, the K-Katers kind of avoid a, a very tough inning there. Um, they end and they get out of the fourth inning, the bottom of the fourth inning, with a tie score, 3-3, three to three between the K-Katers and the Campbell Toes. We'll be right back. We're back for the top of the fifth inning. Typically, these games go about five innings, so I'm not sure how many more we're going to get, but Derek Klein at the plate, he's got wheels. We'll see if he can get on base and push a run across. The pitch, a very good pitch. Hits the very back part of the plate for a strike. One and two the count to Derek Klein. Today, Derek had an infield single. That's sort of his MO, uh, pushing the ball in play and then running it out. Here's the pitch. Another time, he just hits it straight to the shortstop, runs it out, and he's safe again. None of these infielders can make the play on Derek Klein. He just really gets the ball in play and runs it out. That's his second infield single of the game. Many, many more during the season. Derek Klein with the infield single to lead off the fifth inning. Doran Lopez at the plate. The pitch. Hard hit ball straight up the middle. The shortstop makes a play. Is going to get the out at second. And the out at first, the double play, the double play from the Camel Toes. That shortstop's made a lot of plays out there in the infield. They've really got to try to hit it away from her. Even with the speed of Derek Klein in the base pass, he couldn't quite make it to second base. The, uh, the grounder to shortstop sort of led her towards second base. She picked it up um, unassisted, stepped on the base, and threw it to first for a very close play at first, but it was called out. And I, I'm going to trust this umpire. He's made some good calls so far. John Kramer to bat. A low pitch. Don't, not sure it, kinda, it quite got high enough there, but it hit the plate, and John t tends to take the first pitch before a strike this time. A very hard hit ball to left center field. It's going, it's going, it's going. Not quite out of play. John's going to round second base. Left fielder gets to the ball, throws it in, misses his cutoff. He's going to get in, and he's going to score standing up with a big home run from John Kramer. Big home run from John Kramer in the top of the fourth. First pitch to Lacey, who thus far this game has flied out to third and grounded out to shortstop. Let's see if she can poke one through here. Good rip down the third baseline, just foul, just foul. For the first time, she kind of got made uh, made good solid contact on it on a hit this time. It was just a little foul down that third baseline. Um, 
the Cake Eaters have a one-run lead here in the top of the fifth inning. Uh, two outs on a on an outstanding double play from the Camel Toes shortstop, unassisted at second base, threw it to first for the double play. Here's the pitch. Lacey with a grounder to third. She's running it out. And the throw from the third baseman is in time for the third out of the top of the fifth inning. The Cake Eaters take a one-run lead to the bottom of the fifth. We'll be right back. to the Upper Deckers podcast broadcast of the Cake Eaters playoff game. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Cake Eaters with a 4-3 lead. They're trying to hold on to that one-run lead. And at this time, great timing for this, Camel Toes will take an out to start the inning for having one less female player. They're starting with one out. First pitch from Matt Johnson is a ball short. Second pitch, ball inside. He needs to avoid the walk here. Do not want that tying run to to uh, to get aboard. Pitch. A ball inside. A tough walk from Matt Johnson. His third walk of the game. Uh, male runners get to take second base, so now the tying run is aboard and in scoring position with one out in the bottom of the fifth. The Camel Toes shortstop at the plate. She's had an outstanding game in the field. A ball inside. Matt cannot seem to find the strike zone right now. I'm not sure if the sun is bothering him or not. Uh, a funny thing just happened. The ball rolled by on the throw back to the pitcher, and the base runner helped him out a little bit. The pitch, a hard hit ball to left field. Derek Klein. Comes on, makes the play on the bounce, runs it in so as to not let them advance. We now have runners at first and third in the bottom of the fifth. Male, male hitter at the plate, one out. The tying run is on third base. The go-ahead run on first. We have one out in the bottom of the fifth inning with a one-run lead for the cake eaters. The pitch, a hard hit ball to right center field. Not going to get there in time. Andrew Mobley makes the play, throws it in to third base. One run will score on that single to center field. <laughs> As always, um, the Cake Eaters' worst fan, Debbie, making comments. I'm not sure if you can quite hear that in the background, but she tends to kind of razz the team more than she does cheer them on. We have one out in the bottom of the fifth. The pitch, a swinging strike. Matt Johnson has a couple of Ks this game. Uh, I believe at least one to this to this batter. Um, a strikeout would be somewhat helpful here uh, in, in the cause. Pitch, a ball outside. For the second time this inning, actually, a base runner does help out. Uh, uh, Matt Johnson and Jessica Stewart. Uh, the Sun's kind of causing them some issues on the throw back to the pitcher, throw and catch back to the pitcher. Here's the pitch. Yep. A strike and Matt's third strikeout of the game. I believe that this batter has actually struck out three times, so it's very helpful. Two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning, uh, a tie ball game, uh, four to four uh, in this playoff. Opening round game, one versus four. Kiki Eaters as a four seed. Here's the pitch. 
The ball popped up into shallow left field. Andrew Mobley doesn't quite make the play. Rounding third, one run will score. Two runs will score, and nobody is going to be covering third base. That's a triple. A gut punch for the for the cake eaters. Two runs score on that. That's three in the innings, and that gives the Camel Toes a two-run lead. Now, the object from here on out is really to try to get through this inning to get another inning started. The Cake Eaters are really going to have to hustle with the ball in the field and in between pitches um, to get another inning started so that this is not the inning, uh, the final inning of record. Um, with two outs, uh, they really need to make something happen with this batter so they can get that sixth inning in uh, in time with a two-run uh, deficit uh, to make up in the, in the top half of the potential next inning. Here's the pitch. The ball flied to down the left field line. Derek Klein comes on fast and makes the catch for the third out of the inning. We will get a sixth inning in, and in this, uh, and we just got the word from the umpire that this will be the last inning. We will get it in a sixth inning in the in this uh, first round playoff game between the Cake Eaters, the four seed, and the one seed, the Camel Toes. A really rough inning, giving up three runs and giving up that one run lead. Um, that timeout in the bottom of the fifth. We're going to keep it right here um, in between this fifth and sixth inning. Um, and kind of set the stage uh, for, for the final inning of this of this playoff game. The Cake Eaters are down uh, two runs after giving up three in the bottom of the fifth, um, and and scoring you know one in the top of the fifth. Uh, they thought that they had taken the lead and just really needed to needed to take care of business in that bottom of the fifth. But I guess in the end we were going to play another inning anyway. So now the Cake Eaters are behind the eight ball in that they need to score at least two runs this inning in in, in order even even to extend uh, the game. In the top of the six, we will start off um, with uh, with Corey Wofford at the plate, um, followed by uh, Jessica Stewart and then Logan Kramer. So far today, Corey has fouled out to third. Let's see what he can do this time. He fouls the ball behind home plate directly to the catcher and slams his bat in frustration. That's one out in the top of the sixth. What? You think this is a game? I hope that made the broadcast. Tempers are boiling over in the cake eaters dugout. Um, in fact, between fans and players, this hasn't happened in oh an inning or two. The first pitch to Jessica Stewart is, I believe, a ball. I didn't hear the call from the umpire there, but we'll we'll catch you up on that here in just a moment. One out, top of the sixth. Jessica Stewart hits the ball up the middle. The shortstop, it goes just under her glove. That's a single for Jessica Stewart. Um, she has been getting courtesy runners in the last couple of times, um, so she will again. That's a single for Jessica. Jessica, um, a really, really solid uh, two-hit game uh, thus far. Uh, that's actually, you heard two for two and from the day out. It's actually uh, two for three. Uh, Logan Kramer with one out in the top of the sixth. The swing. Just under the first baseman's glove. He's going to sit at first base. There's a play at third, and she's going to be safe. The courtesy runner, Lacey. Logan will advance to second base. We have now runners at second and third. Uh, with one out in the top of the sixth, the Cake Eaters needing two runs in this inning to extend the game. Logan with a heck of a game so far. Um, a home run in the top of the third, and that single down the first base line um, in the top of the sixth. Here's Steph Kramer to the plate. The pitch. 
Swung and hit hard to left field. Looks like we're going to have a tag tag from from uh, second and third. One run will score. Logan advances to third. Lacey with a very good tag from third base. So we have a sack fly for Steph Kramer. And it all comes down to this, ladies and gentlemen. The Cake Eaters uh, need one more run to advance this game to the bottom of the six. Matt Johnson, the pitcher, stepping to the plate with a runner on third base. He needs a single here. The pitch. Matt watches a ball high. The pitch. Matt fouls off the second pitch of the at-bat. We now are at 2-2. Two and two. Here's the third pitch. Top of the sixth inning. Matt just down the third baseline. He's really got to get this next this next pitch fair. I trust him. I've played baseball and softball with him for many years, and I think he's going to make something happen here. Here's the pitch. High for a ball. Full count. Foul. Fouls are gone. Top of the sixth inning. The kick eaters need one run. Here's the pitch. Matt Johnson with the hit down to the third baseman the throw to first and he is out that's the ball game Matt quite upset with himself for that but this was a solid effort from the cake eaters coming up against the number one ranked team they push one run across get another runner to third and that ends the ball game on a ground out to third base for Matt Johnson that's your ball game, ladies and gentlemen. The one seed, Camel Toes, uh, by one over the Cake Eaters in six innings. We don't need the bottom half of that inning. We'll be right back with post-game analysis and interviews right after this. Welcome back to the Upper Deckers Podcast, a spe special edition of playoff softball co-ed at Fair Oaks. The Cake Eaters fall. Uh, what was the final score there? Six to five uh, to the Camel Toes in the first round of the playoffs. We're here now with our Bluebell All the List Area You Can Eat player of the game, <laughs> Jessica Stewart. On the night, Jessica Stewart with a couple of singles. Um, and a strikeout, um, but really, but really, uh, really, her bat was popping today. Um, Jessica, comments from the game? Uh, I'm just happy I hit it. I haven't hit it in a while, so just you know, from going out, might as well go out with a couple hits. So I was pretty happy. You looked good out there. I noticed that you had uh, the brace on the knee and, and ended up um, with a couple of, of courtesy runners there. How's the knee feeling after the after the game? It's better now that we didn't play last weekend, but. Um, but I'm glad I, you know, didn't take those because people after me hit it and Lacey had to take a couple of bases. So I'm pretty happy I decided not to run and let her take my spot. That's good, but it's it's feeling good right now. Yeah. Good, good. How did it feel? Uh, how did how did it feel to to get your first multi-hit game of the season? <laughs> good, because I've been hitting like crap since the first the first game I hit well, the very first game of the season, and then I haven't hit crud since then. So it felt good to end end well. Well, thank you for your time. Um, coming up next, we have a, a quick interview with our, um, our our other impact player of the game, Logan Kramer. If he's around, we'll get him to step up. Take a seat right there. Make sure you talk into the microphone if you can. 
once again, you're listening to the Upper Deckers podcast, a um, special edition broadcast of the KK Eaters playoff game. They fall six to five to the number one seed Camel Toes in a very, very close, well-matched game uh, between a couple of teams that were down female players. Um, in this game tonight, uh, we have uh, we already spoke with our player of the game, Jessica Stewart. Our impact player of the game um, from the plate uh, was Logan Kramer with uh, two hits, a home run in the third inning, and a, a uh, an RBI single in the in the sixth inning to to advance the game. That's two RBIs for the game. A couple of good plays in the field. Uh, Logan, thanks for joining us. Um, what was it uh, about uh, about your approach at the plate today that, that really uh, got you to kind of get a little bit more pop in the bat? Uh, I just wanted to hit the ball. I haven't gotten very many. I got a couple of singles so far during the season. I just wanted to get the ball and put it in play today. It looked like you were really trying to stretch uh, stretch with your base running out there, really trying to, to stretch out and leg out extra bases. Was that a considered effort from you? We were we were down at the time when I got my first hit, so I had to I had to either get to third or get home. I had to to get the game to keep going, to tie it up in the, in the bottom of the second. Uh, the second at bat, we were down by two going into the last inning, so I just had to get I had to get in a scoring position. Well, um, how how do you think you guys your guys' season uh, ended up? Um, I think you guys had a lot of up and ups and downs. Um, comment on the season for for the cake eaters. Uh, it was a it was a little rough at the beginning of the year, but people got got better better equipped during the game. They were getting used to being a, playing the the long games, playing the long innings, and when we had a bad night, we. Uh, Getting used to the new rules about the plate, telling what the balls and what's a strike. Uh, all in all, it was a pretty good year. Thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck next season. You're listening to continuing coverage, uh, post-game coverage of the Cake Eaters versus Camel Toes um, playoff softball game. Uh, we'll be back after this to wrap things up and possibly talk with our um, starting pitcher tonight, Matt Johnson. Keep it right here. Welcome back to the Upper Deckers podcast, this special edition of coverage of the Cake Eaters uh, softball playoff game. Um, we were hoping to get starting pitcher uh, Matt Johnson. Um, he ended the game with uh, three strikeouts, um, a couple walks that ended up really not costing him too much. Um, he really kind of hunkered down um, with with runners on base, um, getting out of, of a bases loaded jam, and um, late in the game, runners at second and third um, with a strikeout. Um, he was quite upset with himself um, based off of his performance in that last at bat of the game, ground out to third, but. As I said before, Matt's been a very key part of, uh, of this team's season. Um, he's very emotional about the game, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to catch, with him, catch up with him later. As you know, he's, he's a, a pretty key cog to the Upper Deckers podcast. Um, it's too bad we're not going to talk with him. Instead, we will talk with um, the uh, player manager of the Cake Eaters. That's Derek Klein. Uh, on the night, Derek had a couple of infield singles, um, some good play in left field, um, and <laughs> something that I really do want to ask you about, what was it that went into your um, your thinking on on sort of running the ball in from, from, from left field instead of trying to make a throw? Well, we've had problems this year, uh, not myself, um, but of throwing the ball and people not catching it. Uh, or making bad throws and this is a team that wants to run and 
like I said before the game, we're not a team that scores a lot of runs. Um, so I, I don't want to give up any freebies. So I'm walk I'm walking it in, and I'm also trying to bait the guy into running. Yeah, you know I, I these was... guys want to run. Yeah, and I want to run. I know I, I can be accurate, especially the closer I get, the more accurate I'm going to be. Right. Um, so yeah, I was trying to see if they would run. No one went for it, and also uh, Matt's not the most agile at pitcher, uh, so I don't. I don't. You don't want to be making a throw. I don't want to make a throwing error that results in a run. Okay. Yeah, and and, and I did. And I comment. didn't let anyone get any extra bases on it. I mean, they stopped right. where they were, so it wasn't like I was. I caught the ball out there and just ran it all the way in. It, these are short ones uh, that that I was making sure I'm not going to make a throwing error and let a guy advance another base. So. Yeah, I, I made a comment during the, during the game, but it looked almost like you were trying to bait them into running, um, which was was a really really good tactic, and they kind of threw some tactics back at you. I, I remember the first time that you did it, I think, in the game, the, the base runner sort of um, rounded third, came back and stood within about a step of third. Did he say anything to you when you came over there to put the tag on, even though he would beat you? Oh, no, 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 he didn't do anything. He didn't say anything. But uh, I, just, I just didn't know if he thought it was you know funny or... I mean, he kind of left. Like, he thought he got me. But the thing is, I'm playing games with them as much as they think they're playing games with me. Yeah. And so I, it doesn't face me one bit. <laughs> um, this wraps up a, a season um, that now, I guess, uh, you guys end up with how many losses on the year now? Uh, that'll be four. Four, four losses on the year. Um, I'd say a pretty valiant effort in this last game. Overall, um, you guys had a pretty good performance. Can you give me some comments about um, where you think uh, the team stands now and, and, and how the season uh, ended up? You know, we've always been a team that, uh, that struggles to hit but plays good defense, and I think I said that before. And today I thought I think they only really had one bad, uh, maybe one or two bad plays in the field, and one that I think really cost us. Uh, the ball that got to the outfield and went past us, uh, and that, you know, them's the breaks. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I mean, Tim uh, Smith wasn't here today. I was going to ask you about all the missing players. One of our top, kind of one of our top three up. hitters, you know, on the whole team. Uh, Lauren Giles wasn't here. Probably our second best girl hitter. Uh, Audrey Klein wasn't here. Probably the third best girl hitter. Bailey Giles wasn't here. Probably the fourth. You know, so like three of our best hitters on, on the female side weren't here. Uh, but Jessica stepped up big. Uh, today for us. Logan and, stepped up big. And Logan, Logan, who struggled throughout the season to hit the ball, was great today. I uh, had a home run. Um, yeah, so, so that was good. I, I think I think we had people step up who who don't who haven't normally, and that was huge for us. I think that's what kept us in this game. Um, but like I said, we're always a team that struggles with the hits. The thing we have to avoid and uh, is walks. We just can't let people get freebies. We're a team that doesn't go up there to walk. <laughs> right. And I tried to try to tell everyone today, hey, don't swing till you got two strikes. You know, because you start with one. Right. Uh, Matt listened and Matt Matt earned the walk. Uh, but they're a team that went up there and they've done it throughout the year. They go up there looking to walk, especially their pitcher. Um, he's not looking to swing. Uh, that, that frustrates me. I want people up there to swing. We're not here to walk. Um, so that, that frustrates me that people use that as a strategy. Yeah. Um, I think that, that won them the game, um, in my opinion, uh, him, him getting that walk. Um, but, you know, that's, that's his call. If he wants to, to win like a Vagine, then it's up to him. Fair enough. Um, any other comments before we, we uh, I wrap this thing up? Uh, so I'm very proud of the effort we put in today. We lost 6-5. to five. <laughs> We <laughs> lost with a runner on third. Uh, very easily could have scored that run. Um, you know, I wish we could have hit a little better today. We had too many infield pop-ups. I mean, the catcher caught too. You know, right? Um, it looked like it looked to me like their their third baseman and catcher got a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's frustrating to um, to not to get you know outs that are just easy. Uh, you never want to give teams easy outs. I'd rather have a line drive that someone made a great catch on, or uh, Doran had a ball that went up the middle and 
just a nice, really nice play by the shortstop. Honestly, I, I was the first person on first there. Um, I thought that was by, and I thought I was going to score. Uh, right. Because you know me, I like to run. Um, so that that was a little frustrating. I, but overall, I think one of the best games we played this season. That's a really good team there. Uh, they only lost uh, once this year, and that was to us. And I, I think they were probably not excited that they got matched up with us. So. Yeah. One more question for you, actually, before we go, and that is um, going into next season. I think we typically just play during the summers, but um, going into next season, excuse my phone, going into next season, you are probably not going to get a couple of those um, same players back that you had this year. You'll be gaining at least one, um, maybe two in me um, coming off of an injury. Um, how do you see the roster sort of developing going forward? Yeah, yeah, like you said, we're normally a summer team. We, we definitely won't play in the fall. I can guarantee that it's football season. Spring, we might we might play. Um, so you'll, you'll see, but definitely you'll be back. Um, that's a big help. We've got to find uh, some females, though, to help us out because uh, I, I d heavily doubt that all three of the females that we're missing today will, will be able to play. Um, one's, at, one's at school in Tyler, and she's definitely not making it. One's at school in Fort Worth, and there's a chance if we're on the weekend she might, not likely, and another has moved to Houston. Uh, so it's not like we gotta definitely find some girl um, female replacements, um, but I think the team the team's shaping up. We just if Lo I think Logan, uh, who was the back player today, if he keeps playing like that, uh, that, that's gonna be a big help for us in the future. Thanks for joining us. Uh, the coach shorts are yours whenever you want them. I don't. All right. Um, to wrap up this game, Cake Eaters, the four seed, came up against the Camel Toes, the one seed, and the um, Big D Sports and Social Club um, Sunday night co-ed softball playoffs. Um, in a hard-fought battle, the Cake Eaters fell in six innings, six to five. Um, for Derek and Matt, the other Upper Deckers, I'm Drew. Uh, don't forget to email us at UpperDeckersPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at UpperDeckersPod. Upper uh, and uh, we will try to do better next time. Until that time, thank you to everyone.